0: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to today today's podcast. It's Monday, June the twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Welcome to this uh, Monday edition of the podcast. Hope you guys are having a great summer. June almost in the books, man. Last week of June, Fourth of July weekend coming up. Yeah. So we got a few plans coming up going to take out the trailer the new travel trailer we got a few months ago we're going to finally get to take it on a little excursion this week take it over to st augustine that should be fun our students at bayside are heading out to the international youth convention out in san antonio so they're gearing up for that so um yeah got 40 or so folks headed to san antonio i'll be praying for them it's a uh, safe trip, uh, life changing a trip for those students. And all the students will be traveling from all over the the nation to be there. So, yeah. we well, hope you had a good weekend. We wrapped up the um, we wrapped up the Bayside at the movies yesterday with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. But, yeah, first time we'd ever done anything like that at Bayside. Bay, the Bayside at the movies. A lot of churches have done at the movies type things. First time we've done that. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So it was, it was kind of a short series. We wanted to do it a little test to see how it went over, but people really enjoyed it. So uh, keep an eye out for that to come back around uh, maybe next summer. Who knows? All right. Well, we're on Proverbs chapter 15 today. So if you want, want to follow along, you're in a place where you can follow along with your own Bible. You can grab Proverbs 15 and be ready to go with us. It is the third week after Pentecost. So if you're just kind of wondering where we are on the church calendar, it is the third week after Pentecost. And the theme for this week, uh, this third week of Pentecost, is come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I like that, man. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, Matthew 11, 28. That was Jesus that said that. And maybe that's the word for you right there. You can just shut off the podcast and just think about that. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm. Yeah, people say, man, the Christian life is hard. Look, life is hard. Jesus makes it easier. (laughs) If your walk with Jesus is making your life more hard, you're doing it wrong more hard. That's not, that's not right. Harder. If your walk with Jesus is making life harder, you're not doing it right. Because life is hard. Following Jesus should make it easier, should take some of the burden, should take some of the, 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 uh, the heaviness from life because he walks with us. Yeah. Everybody goes through a hard time. Life is hard, man. Life is harder for everybody, but Jesus should make it easier yeah not doesn't remove all doesn't remove all the pain, but he carries it with us he carries it for us in many cases all right, you guys let's jump into Proverbs chapter fifteen. you know what we do we read we pray, we change the world so let's read Proverbs fifteen as we uh continue to just stockpile wisdom <laughs> stockpile w- wit- man we're going to be the just crazy the amount of wisdom we're going to be getting let's do this the first one is is fire the very first one Proverbs 15 one is fire and it's so true a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger hmm isn't that true I mean isn't it true like if we're wondering why people sometimes we look at the response people are, or we get from people. We're like, man, what's their problem? Well, sometimes we gotta we gotta ask ourselves, what's the input? What are you what are you what are you saying that's triggering that response? If we're getting the same kind of response from people, from a variety of people, it could it be that what what we're projecting is creating that kind of response. Maybe maybe the way we're asked people questions it creates defensiveness in them. Maybe the way we talk to people is demeaning or insulting. Look at this. A gentle word turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It is in a tree when someone comes at you with a harsh word. When someone comes at you with a harsh word, it you immediately get defensive. You immediately want to, like, what, what's your problem? Right? What's your problem, man? But a gentle word, oh, okay. It kind of puts the defenses down. That's golden wisdom right there, man. A gentle word turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. A lot of people, man, dealing with law enforcement would learn a lot from that phrase right there. When a police officer pulls you over, how about a gentle word? How about a gentle word? Instead of raising, trying to trying to uh, uh, escalate the situation, a gentle word just de- de-escalates it. A gentle word turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Man, that's a good, good reminder for us today. Verse 2. The tongue of the wise adorns knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. (laughs) Yes, it does. The the tongue of the wise adorns knowledge. So what comes out of the mouth, what what rolls off the tongue of the wise? Knowledge. But the mouth of the fool gushes nothing but folly. Is that old saying? Empty trailers make the most noise. (laughs) <laughs> empty trailers make the most noise. Nothing. What comes out of the mouth of a fool? Nothing but folly. The mouth of a fool gushes folly. Verse 3, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Where? Everywhere. <laughs> Keep watch on the wicked, and, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. God sees it all, man. God sees it all. Verse 4, the soothing tongue is a tree of life. But a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Wow, tree of life, man! Life over and over, we find this in the in the Bible and in the, even in the Book of Proverbs. This 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 uh, lesson that life and death are in the power of the tongue. You can bring things to life with what you say, and you can kill things by what we say. So, a, the, verse four: the soothing tongue is a tree of life. You can bring life through the the healing words that you speak over people. And a perverse tongue can crush spirits, right? Hmm. Perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Verse five A fool spurns a parent's dis- discipline, but whoever heeds correction shows prudence. Hmm. A fool spurns a parent's discipline, but whoever heeds correction shows prudence. Wisdom. This is the whole thing. Like, you know, how we receive correction and discipline is a litmus test for whether we're wise or foolish. A wise person heeds correction. A foolish person um, spurns it. Verse 6, the house of the righteous contains great treasure, but the income of the wicked brings ruin. Hmm. That, that's that. That's a great stewardship principle right there. The house of the righteous contains great treasure. The income of the wicked brings ruin. You know, the the root of all evil is the love of money, is what the Bible tells us in uh, 2 Timothy. The root of the the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not money, it's the love of money. And the problem with uh, what money does, money just, money like power, it just magnifies what's already there. If there's wickedness in the house, you give money to that house, it just amplifies the wickedness. If there's righteousness in the house, and you add the resource of money to that house, then it's going to magnify the righteousness of that house. So money the money itself is not evil. It's the love of money. and the what does the love of money come? The love of money goes back to the kind of person you are, righteous or wicked. There are righteous, rich people. there are righteous, poor people. There are wicked, rich people, and there are wicked, poor people. That's why the conversation in our culture that often tries to pit rich against poor is uh, is is a uh, is a pointless conversation. It's not about uh you know the rich against the poor. It's the 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 wicked against the righteous. <laughs> I mean, we should pray that there'd be more rich righteous people. That there would be more wealthy righteous people. Yeah. Might as well have the resources of this world in the hands of righteous people instead of wicked. Come on. Yeah, people who'll do kingdom work with it, right? People who, who care about the things of the kingdom have, have the resources of the kingdom, or have the, the resources of this world in the hands of people who care about the kingdom. Man, yeah. The house of the righteous contains great treasure, but the income of the wicked brings ruin. doesn't matter how much money you put in the, 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 in the hands of the wicked, it's going to bring ruin. Verse 7. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, but the hearts of the fool are not upright. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting connection there between foolishness and being righteous, right? Like, the, so a fool cannot be upright. So part of what it means—that's really, really interesting to me. Part of what it means to be righteous—that is—it seems what Father was saying is, what it means to be right with God is to have some common sense. <laughs> Come on, like, <laughs> if you're gonna. Can you please add a little common sense to your righteousness, please? Right? Like, yeah. You know, you've heard the old saying, he's he's so heavenly minded, he's no earthly good. Well, this scripture seems to say that's not that should never happen. You should never be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. You should be firmly grounded and rooted in the way this world works with wisdom, but also have a, a divine, a spiritual, an upright heart. That you should be reaching for heaven, but be grounded on this earth. Because we are, we're called what? To bring the kingdom. To bring the kingdom to earth. To do that? How are we going to do that? The only way we're going to do that is if we really understand what this world is really like and how to function best in it. Yeah. So that's interesting. But the hearts of fools are not upright. A fool. In a sense, it's suggesting that a fool cannot fully have an upright heart. And that, there's a lot of truth to that, because if we go back to the a fool, the litmus test for a fool is how one responds to discipline. A, a truly upright person is going to respond positively to discipline. They're going to be they respond positively to the Word of God and correction, and to the correction of others. Yeah. Verse 8 the lord detests there's that word again whenever he detests we just really want to pay attention the lord detests the sacrifices of the wicked but the prayer of the upright pleases him mm. man know that the prayer of the righteous your prayer pleases the lord the ways of the wicked mm-mm. the sacrifices of the wicked their their sacri- the uh the religious sacrifices of the wicked the lord is not pleased with them but the prayers of the righteous He's pleased with them. Verse nine, the Lord detests the way of the wicked. There's that word again, detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue righteousness. Wow. We want to pursue righteousness, man. The Lord loves those who pursue righteousness. N- Notice this doesn't say, the Lord loves those who are perfect. No, it says he loves those who pursue righteousness. You and I, we're not perfect, man you gotta got to know that you know God's love for us is not dependent on whether we're perfect or not. But you know what God does love? He loves those who pursue righteousness. Verse 10, stern discipline awaits anyone who leaves the path. The one who hates correction will die. Mm. The, way of, the way of righteousness, the way of wisdom. Here we go, verse 11. Death and destruction lie open before the Lord. How much more do human hearts? (laughs) Wow. Look, if death and destruction itself lie open before the Lord, like the Lord sees death and destruction, he sees all that is, how much more does he see what's in your heart mind? Yeah. Verse 12. Mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. (laughs) Why? Because the wise are going to call them out. Mockers, man, that's... That's one you can keep in your pocket for some for some insight. Mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. So you wonder, like, man, why does that person keep avoiding me? Well, could it be that maybe maybe you represent what's wise, and they they want to re, they resent it? Maybe you have someone in your family like, why are they so why do they resent me so much? You're like, well, maybe it's just because you're trying to live your life the right way. And they look at their own life and the messes that they've made, and they resent the fact that you're doing better. That's yeah, true, man. How many of you, you? How many of you know? There are people out there that resent it when you're when you do better than they have, when you chose a better path, when you're trying to put your life together, when you're trying to do the things the right way, and they resent it. Now they're not trying. They you know they they're not doing they're not doing anything about their own lives, but they just resent the fact that you're trying to do better you're trying to raise your kids better you're trying to uh, do better financially you're trying to educate yourself mockers resent it so they avoid the wise verse 13 a happy heart makes the face cheerful but a heartache crushes the spirit man that's 100% truth right there a happy heart makes the face cheerful when you're when someone has a happy heart can't you just see it in their face yeah But when your heart hurts, man, it just crushes you. It brings your whole body down, right? It just crushes the spirit. But a happy heart makes the face cheerful. That's why we say, "Like, look, man, if you love Jesus, please let your face know it. (laughs) If you love Jesus, if Jesus has made you glad, then please notify your face. Your face should show it. If you're happy and you know it, your face should surely show it. (laughs) Verse 14. The discerning heart seeks knowledge but the mouth of the fool feeds on folly. Wow. That's, uh, that's what we need to be, man. Well, man, I want to be more of that. A discerning heart. What do I, as a discerning heart, what do I want to seek? I want to seek knowledge, truth. The mouth of a fool just feeds on folly, just always talking lies, always talking, just bantering about stuff that is not true. I know, we don't want to be a part of that. The discerning heart seeks, pursues knowledge. Yeah, that's good stuff. Verse 15. All the days of the oppressed are wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Wow. Man, that says something about, you know, the, the state of those who are oppressed, right? The days of the oppressed are wretched. But the cheerful heart has a continual feast. We want to see more people experience a cheerful heart. We release the oppressed. That's what Jesus said he came to do, set it free the captive. That's what Jesus came to do. Yeah, if you're oppressed, if you're in captivity today, if you're being bound by something, know that Jesus has come to set you free so that you can have a cheerful heart so your life can be a continual feast on the goodness of God. Praise God, man. That's awesome. Yeah. This is a good one, man. 16, better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth. With turmoil, oh, hands up, praise Jesus right there. Yes, indeed. Better to have a little with the with the fear of the Lord than have great wealth with turmoil. Look, man, that's the truth. It's better to have just a little, just to have what you need, and yet be content and have a a thriving relationship with God and peace, and reconciliation with God than to have a whole bunch of money but have turmoil all around you. Yeah verse 16 that's a great one 15 16 better a little with the fear of the lord than great wealth with turmoil and i love that verse 17 better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred <laughs> 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 oh proverbs man that's solid right there better <laughs> better a small serving of vegetables it's better to have some broccoli with love than to have a ribeye with some hatred <laughs> come on it's true it's true it better to have some some broccoli, some broccoli maters, Brussels sprouts better to have that with with love, than to have a big old filet mignon with some hatred. Mm. It just shows you, man. Love it makes a difference, man. Love makes a difference. What's what? What's the characteristic we want in our households? Love. It's not what you can. What's not what you can serve up? It's not how much money you have. It doesn't not matter. It doesn't matter whether you have to you 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 got to serve up vegetables or ribeye. It doesn't matter. Are you serving up love? Yeah. Verse 18, a hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Mm. You want to calm a quarrel? Be patient. Hot tempered person what person, what does it do? They're like, they're just fuel to the fire, man. There's a quarrel going on. You throw a hot-tempered person in there, they're just gonna escalate it. They're gonna throw, it's like throwing gasoline on the fire. But in the in a quarrel, you add a patient person, it calms everything down. Verse 19. The way of the sluggard is blocked by, is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. Life is a highway. I wanna ride it. Okay. Anyway, the way of the sluggard is blocked by thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. Man, the upright just there's opportunities, opportunities and potential, and the road just opens up before you. But the sluggard it's just it gets overgrown. The path of the sluggard what well, gets overgrown? Cause why? Cause nobody's walking on it. <laughs> Nobody doing nothing. So the path of the sluggard, well, it's blocked by thorns, overgrown. But the path of the righteous, man, it's like a highway. It's wide open. Hallelujah. Verse 20, a wise son brings joy to his father. Yeah, he do. Yes, he does. But a foolish man despises his mother. Don't despise your people. Verse 21, folly brings joy to the one who has no sense. But whoever has understanding keeps a straight course folly, foolishness brings joy to somebody who ain't got no sense. But one who has understanding keeps a straight course. You know that over time, wisdom won't prove true. You know, you hear people talking nonsense, and they like, oh, yeah, they're talking about nonsense. I don't even know what they're talking about. But yeah, it sounds good, and they just keep sharing it. But you know what? You know the right way. You know what the Word of God says. You know what wisdom says. And so just keep the course. Verse 22, plans fail for a lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. So, like, you know, you make plans, like, talk to people. Get input. Plans fail for lack of counsel. Plans fail because someone just, you know, in an ivory tower says, hey, let's do this, but they didn't think about the consequences or the unintended consequences or the implications of the decision or the cost of of executing the plan. Plans fail for a lack of counsel. Ask people to speak into your plan. But with many advisors, they succeed. Yeah. 23, a person finds joy in giving an apt reply. And how good it how good is a timely word. Amen. A person finds joy in giving an apt reply. How good is a timely word. Man, that's true in worship sometimes, right? You go to the, the house of the Lord, and there's a timely word, a word you just need to hear right then. How good is a timely word. Verse 24, the path of life leads upward for the prudent, to keep them from growing going down to the realm of the dead, yeah. The way of the wise, way of the wise, way of the prudent leads to life. Verse twenty-five: The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but he sets the widow's boundary stones in place. The widow is, is symbolic here for the humble. The Lord ta- tears down the house of the proud. Pride comes before the fall, but but he sets the widow's boundary stones in place. He secures it. The Lord detests the thoughts of the wicked, but gracious words are pure in his sight. Man, let's fill our lives with some gracious words towards others. Gracious, thankful, gratitude, kind words. The Lord detests the thoughts of the wicked, but gracious words are pure in his sight. Verse 27, the greedy bring ruin to their households, but the one who hates bribes will live. The greedy person, man, you're gonna destroy your own house. But the one who says, "Not nah, I, ain't, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act justly," the one who hates bribes, like, "Now nah, you ain't gonna bribe me," you know, you know, I'm not gonna be a part of that. I'm not gonna bribe others. I'm gonna do things the right way. That person will live. The greedy, they bring ruin to their households. But the one who hates bribes will live. Verse 28. The heart of the righteous weighs its answers but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. Mm. The heart of the righteous weighs the sense like a righteous person is going to think about what they're saying. They're going to weigh their response to things. They're going to consider it before they they just gush out an answer. They're going to be slow to speak, right? Quick to listen, slow to speak. That's what James says we should be. And so that's the, that's the the heart of the heart of the righteous weighs it answer, like okay, this, let me think about let me think about the question, let me think about what you're asking me. And let me make sure that it's it's helpful and accurate. But the mouth of the wicked, they just gush evil. Verse 29, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Amen. God hears our prayers, man. He's far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Verse 30, three more. Four, count 30. Light in the messenger's eye light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones mm. light in the messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart like so you see see the the glimmer the 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 uh, the sparkle in the messenger's eyes like i've got good news <laughs> light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones man everybody love good news we need more good news man you got good news share it people need to hear good news Good, some something good happened in your family something good happened in your business something ha- good happened in the community some something something you've learned some some way you're growing something you've you're discovering man share it people need to hear some good news verse 31 whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise wow Wow If you love love heeding correction, you're going to be right at home with wise people. (laughs) You're going to be right to just pull yourself up a chair and chill because if you like heating, which means responding to, not just hearing, but heeding, heeding, life-giving correction, you will be at home among the wise. Man, you're going to feel right at home among the counsel of the wise. Verse 32, those who disregard discipline despise themselves but the one who heeds correction gains understanding you're only hurting yourself when you ignore discipline right yep those who disregard discipline despise who themselves they think they're despising the one giving the discipline but they're not they're really just despising themselves but the one who heeds correction gains understanding last one y'all 33 15 33 here we go wisdoms wisdom's instruction is to fear the lord and humility comes before honor wow wisdom's instruction is to fear the lord and humility comes before honor wisdom says fear the lord what is fearing the lord it means being humble being acknowledging hey i need you lord in every area of life i don't i need i need to grow i don't know everything Teach me. I know I have blind spots. I know I have weaknesses. I know I have things I don't understand. I know I don't. I know there are things I don't even know that I don't know. So teach me. Yeah, humility comes before honor. Love it. All right, you guys, it's time to pray. Thank you so much for being on today. Starting your Monday with the uh, the Word of God and loads. I said loads of wisdom today. Man, fifteen is awesome. Awesome. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for. chance to gather together and pray and to uh, listen to your word thank you for all the wisdom that is contained in your holy word and we've read so many times this morning that you hear the righteous when we pray that you're close to us that you um, you hear the prayer of the righteous and so Lord we take comfort in that knowing that you hear us that you lean your ear towards us and that you care Um, and so Lord I pray that we would be those who uh, Heed correction, that we would be those who are filled with gracious words, that we would be those who have uh, gentle words that t- turn away wrath. Lord, that we would be a peace and a patient presence, a peaceful and a patient presence when there are grievances, when there is conflict. Lord, that we would not be those who stir up dissension, stir up conflict, that we would not be those who gush folly, but we would be those who are wise with our words and humble in our spirit. Lord, I pray for my friends. May you bless them, encourage them, Lord. May they know how much they're loved by you and by me. May they sense your presence and your peace and that you're for them and that you're with them. If they have special needs or concerns, Lord, may you bless them and meet them each according to your powerful name. Lord, may you do immeasurably more than they could ever ask or imagine. Lord, we love you. Give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. As I said, I appreciate you guys so much. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for sharing this podcast and subscribing and liking and all of that means so much. Uh, by the way, we did cross 25,000 downloads. So we are over the 25,000 downloads now. Yeah, praise God. And thank you for being a part of it. If you ever need to give me some feedback about the podcast, I would love to hear it. It's at BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Bible study podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time tomorrow, Proverbs 16, as we do it again. God bless. Have a great day.